Hey guys, we're here with Jesse. He's a fellow American that I met here in Spain a few weeks ago. Today we're going to talk about some of the biggest culture shocks that we experienced after moving to Spain. I've been here for close to four years. How long have you been here? I've been here for about 10. So we have a lot of culture shocks to share with you today. So the first thing that you're going to notice when you come to Spain is how different the greetings are. Here people greet with two kisses and as Americans we usually want to go in with like a handshake or a, or a hug, hug maybe if we feel comfortable. But no, here you're going to get two kisses. I came here when I greeted. I knew people didn't bow but when they came in toward my face, I'm like, what are we doing here? You know, everything happens so slow. I'm like, so they come in for a kiss on the cheek and then they go back and come back again. I'm like, okay, what do we do? And uh, so it just, I think that awareness will help more than anything else. Understanding that's what they do here. That's what they do. Interesting, in Italy, they do the two kisses, but the opposite. So I have an Italian friend that they kind of got confused because they start on the right side. Here they start on the left side. So um, that you caused some confusion. You have to be careful with that because... <laughs> yeah. You're both going on the, on right, the same but, side. That's yeah, happened. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's like when you walk up to an American person and I know you're American, like when we first saw each other, it's like, we hand, are we handshaking? Are we <laughs> hugging? Are we doing the two kisses? And then eventually we just opt for hello because <laughs> it's just easier. Yeah, maybe a fist bump or right. something. <laughs> definitely. The second thing that really shocked me when I first came to Spain were the bathrooms for multiple reasons. Yeah. When I started renting an apartment and apartment hunting here in Seville, I noticed that all the bathrooms had bidets. And I thought that this was just like a stereotype of Americans, of Europeans, I mean. But no, it's true. They actually have bidets here. In all the houses. Houses, yes. not public restrooms. Right. Right. And, um, and I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the bidet. Uh, and it's something, I think rather than it's something like, why do they all have bidets? I think it's the opposite. Why don't we have bidets? Huh. Like, you got to be clean, right? right? And hygienic. It, it's a nice touch. Right. You gotta stay clean. Yeah, you gotta clean your ass sometimes, right? It <laughs> yeah. just it has to happen. Clean your ass. <laughs> but yeah, I guess in the US we just don't clean our asses. Yeah. What can you do? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So they have bidets, okay, and you know they're hygienic in that way. But then if you go to public restrooms, it's the complete opposite. It's complete opposite. It's like, first of all, half the time there's no toilet paper. Half the time there's no soap. So you go into the bathroom and you're like, okay, like I want to wash my hands. I'm about to eat my sandwich. No, you're not washing your hands because there's no soap. Sometimes so the water doesn't even work. <laughs> or the water's freezing. I've, Yeah, I've never been to a restaurant or a place here where they actually have like warm water in the bathroom. Like it's all cold. Yeah. People also like rarely wash their hands after going to the bathroom. Whenever I go into the ladies' room here at restaurants, people will walk into the stall and walk out and not even look at the sink. And I'm like, are you not, you're not gonna wash your hands? Really? No. Yes. Let's talk about that. Like, literally, I, you'll see women like breastfeeding their children, okay? At the table. Yeah, you'll see girls here with just like a very thin t-shirt and no bra. Yeah. And people aren't like... Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. just like, Or hello. wear a thin shirt where you see the bra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's why in the U.S. we really do have this culture like we sexualize a lot, exoticize, right? Like mm. Spanish culture, Latinas too, because 
like why are we like afraid and why are we hiding our bodies like yes yeah. i'm wearing a bra and yeah. yeah yeah what or no i'm not wearing a bra and, and exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah and and a lot of times it's like oh that's so hot no i'm just walking in the park like yeah so the third thing that surprised me when I got here to Spain was that I'd go out to grab a beer with friends and there would be kids at the bar. And I'm like, why are there children at the bar when this person's like drinking a cocktail and I'm drinking a beer? Like, this is weird, you know? But here, well, you know this as a parent, like it's just not strange to have your kid at a bar when you're just sipping on a beer with your friends. And sometimes you gotta say like, yeah, we're at a bar. I'm gonna have a beer or not and my kids are gonna have not gonna have a beer and that's fine you're gonna have orange juice they're gonna have orange juice or <laughs> chocolate milk or whatever colacao and colacao <laughs> and uh and we're gonna have a nice night or day or afternoon but it's one of these things like you don't have to condemn everything yeah, that definitely. you don't agree with in the u.s it's like we go to a bar to go drink hard yeah so it's a, a different environment it's a different culture yeah i mean i'm thinking about how at the alameda which is something i've talked about before if you haven't seen that video about places to see in spain you should definitely the alameda there's literally a huge playground right in the middle and the alameda is like this strip of just like bars people yeah. go there to just drink and yeah. just you know maybe eat have a cocktail have a beer have a wine have dinner and there's a playground in the middle so something that surprised True. me when yeah when i first came to sevilla is that i'd go to alameda and like all these 20 year olds are like yeah let's go to alameda we're gonna go have a cocktail and i'm like why is there a playground full of kids and there are so many kids at like midnight and they're like yeah they're just playing whatever <laughs> <laughs> it's different but thinking about it I'm like yeah i want to have my kid in eyesight when I know that I'm out with my friends, but I know they're okay, they're playing, they're with my friends' kids. All right, the next one that got me when I first came here and still gets me today is the intense staring. Honestly, people stare a lot here. Like, people will look into your soul. <laughs> like, they will watch you on the street. If you're walking by someone, I'll be like noticing that they're staring at me and I'm like trying to avoid eye contact, the American in me, right? Like. Why are they staring at me right now? And they're like following me. Why are you looking at me? Do you have something on my face? But no, people here aren't afraid of eye contact. People here are very close. So even the way that, you know, people speak to each other, it's very different. Like, you know, the personal space is not really a thing here. So you'll notice that your Spanish friends will be inching in and you're like inching away like, whoa, I need space right now. And but, they talk so loud. Yeah, definitely. It's like, hold on, guys. Can I have a little bit of space? I didn't really notice the intense staring when I first came here because I came from South Korea and there being a white person, first you stand out anyway. Yeah. And there aren't many, many white people there, you know, proportionally. People here dress so well. Sometimes yeah. I just want to go out on the street in un chandal, you know, just with a little, with sweats, whatever. Can I just look nappy for today? Can I just <laughs> not care about my appearance? But no, like people here, look what he's wearing, look what I'm wearing. Yeah. Like we, we dress up. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Um, and I think that's distinct here with Sevilla though. Yes. You know, more than in Spain. Yeah. Because out in the country, it's not really like that yes. as much, I've in noticed. In the north, too, it's not as much. There's a little bit more, like, kind of like grunge hippie yeah. fits. But here, people are very, like, elegant. Yeah. Always. Yeah. 
which is kind of i needed something like that to like raise my own standard yeah but um yeah i can imagine especially for a woman i can imagine how it would be wow. like pesado dude i mean i see women here walking in heels on the street yeah i'm like girl i mean you look great you look fire but don't your ankles hurt yeah yeah and it's a it's like almost like a sacrifice yeah. for you right to wear high heels everywhere yeah. like that's gotta like you said right. be that's gotta hurt after gotta a while painful. you know for feria yeah. they have so many like oh. so many women have a hurt their feet yes. are just swollen and sore yeah. But I mean, they you look great. Yes, I mean it's the it's the sacrifice for beauty, right? As Beyonce yeah. said, "Pretty hurts." That's it. That's it. You know, I mean, that's it. So one of the things that takes getting used to too is something that they call Spanish time, and uh, it's essentially like kind of it happened with us. We arranged to meet at eleven uh, thirty, and I got here at like quarter to twelve, and you probably Me about too. the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and that's just that's spanish time uh it's not very punctual so if punctuality is very important to you it's just something you got to get used to yeah like definitely and... i mean i blended in well because i'm generally not a punctual person i usually am about 10 to 15 minutes late so you <laughs> that's know, early here that's hey i don't know <laughs> depends on the person yeah depends, it does yeah. depend on the person but a lot of thing a lot of times time is moldable like it's not if we're there at 11 30 to 11 30 no you can have a little bit more leeway yeah. to be late yeah eating out culture which took some getting used to because um and this actually happened in reverse to me like a reverse culture shock when i went back to the united states i realized oh wait yeah everyone has their own meals their own portions their own plates and you don't touch other people's food yeah whereas here it's more especially with tapas it's more communal yes and so everyone kind of like dips in you take it and maybe put some on your plate or something but it's very communal and paying the bill is a lot more communal than out definitely i mean here people want to split even like, let's not even think about who had what. Let's just split it between, if there's three people, split it evenly between three. And the waiters do that too. So whenever I'm out with American people and they're like, hold on, I only had one coffee. Or you had two beers. I only had one. So we need to split it two thirds. It's like the waiter's like, can we just, come on, like, can we just pay for this? Yeah. Be soon, you know, like, just deal with it yourself. The thing when you move to a different country, if you come here to Spain, do as the Spanish do. Don't do as the dude from Seattle does because you're not in Seattle anymore. Forget it. You're in Spain. Yeah. So you got to learn to adapt or else you won't make local friends because I would say that I would say that Sevillanos and people from here really are like, if they don't like you, bye. They're not going to make an effort. The last point that I have to mention here is the bread cutter in Mercadona. Please, this was the best invention ever. Okay, you say you don't know about it. I've never seen it. I've never seen this thing. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So in Mercadona, I'm gonna go record a video for you guys so you can see this. Mercadona, okay. by the way, is the uh, giant supermarket yes. chain. Yeah. How could you compare that in the U.S.? It's like, not Walmart. I don't. I don't think we have. No, it's not Walmart. It's like in Pennsylvania we have Super Fresh or maybe Aldi or something. If they have we Aldi. We don't even have Aldi. We don't have, have Aldi. That's you have right. Fred Meyer. Do you have Safeway? I, I've heard of Safeway or Fred Meyer. I've heard of them. Well, that's okay. It's like a supermarket a chain. Supermarket. Acme. 
ShopRite. Do you we have don't that? have those. Oh, oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah, we don't have national chains, I think. Anyway, besides Walmart. Yeah. Anyway, that's not the point here. <laughs> so the bread cutter at Mercadona. You can go into Mercadona, which is this huge supermarket, and you can grab a loaf of bread, and you take it to this little machine in Freshly the corner. Freshly baked bread. Freshly break, baked bread. It's like three euros. It's the best thing ever. You grab your loaf of bread and bring it to the bread cutter. And then the bread cutter grabs it and cuts it for you. And you can choose if you want thinly sliced, thick sliced, or medium sliced. That's crazy. So it's like a serrated machine? Exactly. That, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I've never seen this thing. I don't really buy bread very much. So... Wow. There's I've that. seen Americans on TikTok freaking out about the bread cutter. Probably. So I'm going to have to go and record a video for y'all. Yeah. Any marketing people bring that to the United States? You should. All right. Well, if you like the video, go watch this one because I think you'll like that. I'm going to link Jesse's YouTube information down below. So you should definitely go check his channel out. Especially if your parents. Yes. And we'll see you next time. Bye.